Good morning, everyone. This is Judith Hope. You're listening to Mad Love. This is a an episode coming up that I taped with one of my very close friends. She's also my hairstylist, and she's just an all-around good human being. Um, I've watched her grow her business. She's an entrepreneur. She didn't know she was an entrepreneur. Um, and the whole central theme of this one is sometimes when people are pushing you down, they're actually lifting you up. So what looked like you know, somebody, her husband or ex-husband trying to keep her in her place, really just sent her blossoming out into the world. And uh, we're all better for that. Also, the other underlying theme I think that you get uh, from her story is the power of asking. You don't get what you don't ask for. And uh, the main reason why uh, we even know each other is because she asked for my business. I, I showed up to see a completely different stylist. That person had moved on and didn't tell me. And uh, as I was turning to leave, she was like, can I can I do your hair? Like, can I provide you a service today? And it was like, okay. And and I didn't know she was going to do a good job. Or I knew, never even seen her before. Um, so I took a chance. And I got to say, my hair looks better than it's ever looked. I trust her with my hair and, uh, you know, that may not be a big deal to some people, but you know, it is. And, uh, she's a a superior human being and a good person. So I'm happy to share her story with you. Uh, the beginning part of it, she's a little shy, but, uh, hopefully the next, uh, interview she'll, she'll open up a little bit more. She actually prefers to be questioned. Uh, Other guests prefer to just sort of roll with conversation. So we're learning. Anyway, I hope you enjoy it and I hope you find some inspiration in it. Take care. Have a good day. This is uh, this is Plan B. <laughs> okay, I don't know what happened. I'm messing your day up. Oh no, 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 no! Uh-huh. you needed? I I don't think you messed anything up either. I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, what's going on sometimes people are able to get on like that's a good software i like anchor it's been a good platform for me to start okay it does have glitches okay and uh one of them is getting people and it's way better than it used to be but one of them is getting people able to get onto the call so this this uh app i'm using records our phone call so i just edit it and upload it oh okay so, you sound like a, a natural at this. Like, I was listening to you last night. <laughs> I'm like, she sounded like she needed to be on the radio or something. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Uh, you're yeah. my third guest named Kim. Uh, I have a lot of friends named Kim. So uh-huh. I, people need to understand it's a whole nother Kim. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you're my friend, and I enjoy talking to you. And you okay. help make me attractive out in the world, and I appreciate you. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. So you you said you wanted to talk about uh, divorce. Was that still the topic you were interested in uh, talking about? We can talk about it, yeah. Yeah. Well, were you planning on just sharing some insights because you're recently divorced, or are you just about to, you know, blow men out the water? Like, they suck. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, they just sound like the top of my head. I don't, I don't really have any Right. Or maybe well, you can talk about it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I just, 
Well, I think what's interesting about your journey is it was your husband who thought he was pushing your career down and wound up, you know, elevating you. Um, And I think think the story was, uh, because I met you when you were doing hair in a shop. And then you're like, it'll be easier for me with the kids to do it for my house. And I was like, cool, I'll go to your house. Uh, And then I think your husband was like, you know, you can't be doing hair in your house. And now you're like this entrepreneur. You work in a shop with all these other really cool people. And I always think it's fascinating when somebody thinks they're pushing you down and controlling you. But then they really wind up, you know, like elevating you. Right, right. Yeah. Jim, you got to talk. Oh, okay, that's exactly what happened. So, um, yeah, we got into a, a big argument or whatever. He was kind of emotional. An emotional um, guy, just led by emotions, period. And um, I guess he thought he could, I guess, hurt me by doing nothing to have that anymore. But I had to be creative. And um, that was the plan B. So um, I didn't know what was going to happen. And I ended up going to one of my clients' house. That, that same day, we had a little argument or whatever. And uh, I was kind of telling her about it while I was doing that her. <laughs> and she made a suggestion that I would go to um, this barbershop Clippers on um, over there, Oliver Woodson at the time to see if he had any openings because her son went there to get his hair cut. And so I eventually did it. I guess within that day, um, I was so nervous and scared to just walk in there and um, ask the man, did he have any openings? Because I had never worked in the barbershop before. And it was like just all men in there and um, it was packed. So I was pacing back and forth in my mind and then pacing back and forth walking across the parking lot and I just eventually did it. I was on the phone talking to my father-in-law actually before I went in and he was just talking just trying to motivate me and uplift me at the time or whatever and um, I ended up walking in and I asked him, do you have any openings at the shop? And he was like um, yeah, I got an uh, opening. I'm like, you got anything part time? And he was like, no, I don't really do part time so I'm looking around at the shop. I'm looking around and just looking at everybody else. And when I turned around, he was like, well, you know, I'll give you a try. Um, you can come back on um, Saturday and um, you can bring your client and you can, you can start then. And then I was just like, wow. You know, because right. the person was just like, nah, no part time. Nothing. I'm just like, <laughs> I just need a day. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't know what was going to happen or I was going to work it or anything like that. You know, it was. Everything else is unique after that. I know. That's awesome because I think, you know, I don't think a lot of people who who do hair and stuff think of themselves as entrepreneurs, but you really are. And I've watched you grow your business. In fact, it's funny that your boss was like that because I remember I walked in the shop not to see you. I was going to see a whole nother hairdresser and she Mm -hmm. wasn't there. And you were like can I give you a service? Like, what do you need? And I was like, okay, well, if you're going to ask for my business, then, you know, yeah. I reacted the same way. Like, well, I'm here. And I mean, I didn't know if you would do good work or not, but I did. I right. was like, she asked for the business. So that means something to me. And uh, that was like eight years ago. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. It was a long time ago. 
Mm-hmm. Her name of that shop was um, PKS INC. It's uh, she's no longer with us, but um, I learned a lot from her. I think I met her when she was like 72. And I think when she passed right. away, she was like 75 or something like that. I remember her. She was an older lady. And, and that was actually laying in the heart of, of Clayton, a, a real business district. So that was something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right but and, yeah. Um, the, yeah. So I was just going to say the reason how I got even got into that shop, um, me and my aunt and my grandmother was coming out of that um, that bread co right there where they used to serve um, the homeless people or your people just right. for years. Right, pay whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we were coming out of there one day and um, she had left her keys outside of her window still. I guess she was out there cleaning up um, that morning or something and kind of left them out there. And I'm like, uh, we were looking in there and I'm like, y'all think I should take out her keys? I was like, yeah, after she hiring. That's the power of the ask. Like if, yeah. as long as you ask, you in the game. It's when you you don't ask for something that, you know, I guess cold mouth mm-hmm. don't get fed and all of that. Right. I, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you the whole the whole recurring theme around here is asking. And yeah. I think a lot of people uh, don't want to ask for help or don't want to mm-hmm. appear like they need something. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the whole trajectory of your life has changed because you asked. And mm-hmm. uh, that's just huge. I think that's a big deal. And I do remember that, Co. and I'll tell you why. Uh, mm-hmm. I had jury duty, and you mm-hmm. know as well as I do, I've had a very up-and-down entrepreneurial journey. And mm-hmm. it was a downtime. And okay. they hadn't dismissed us yet. Uh, so you sit there most of the day before you figure out if you're going to actually be on a jury or not. And mm-hmm. they gave us lunch break. And I had, like, no money. But, but I did have uh, somebody had given me a gift card to Breco. So I was mm-hmm. able to walk up the street with some other jurors <laughs> and have mm-hmm. lunch. <laughs> at that place because you could pay what you wanted and I had like four dollars on a gift card so I was like give me a sandwich with four dollars <laughs> yeah because you know there have been times when it was like no no cash coming in which I've shared pretty openly on the podcast so but yeah I think it's really really cool I love your story and another thing that people should know about you is you will find the positive like if you have to (laughs) if you you have to dive down super deep you go find some positive (laughs) I have to I mean I think that's what a a part of me that makes me go like if I'll be like Running around with, um, like, a chicken with his head cut off if I don't find that, you know? Because I, I have yeah, so much going on in my world, too. <laughs> I think it's a real yeah. gift because even when yeah. something seems like not, like, ain't no way she's going to find nothing positive in this, you'll be like, Man. maybe, uh, <laughs> 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 how you even, how you, I mean, you really, you really are committed. That's all I can say. You are yeah. committed to finding the silver lining. And I, I am not making fun of that. I think that's awesome. I, and I feel like I'm an optimist. But there are yeah. some things where I'm just like, I don't know. But you'll be like, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, it's like, man, Kim has got a gift. Mm-hmm. You'll find the positive. So, 
But yeah, I uh, I um, wanted to have you on because I admire you. I'm glad you let people know where you work. She mm-hmm. is accepting clients all the time. Don't you know? Be a, don't be a jerk. Go in there. <laughs> it's a it's a respectful place. They're doing all the stuff for COVID, and mm-hmm. uh, you know it's a cool vibe. The first time Lewis for sure. And what I like about it is you got men and women, even though we talk about totally different things. <laughs> right, right. It's funny. <laughs> like our topics yeah. are, are a lot different. It, almost every time I'm in there, there are men there, and they are talking pretty passionately about sports. Mm-hmm. Like yep. all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I know how I was going to work with the um, – the sports being shut down for the COVID, but it's working out. I heard them talking about it more and more now. Yeah, I didn't even have a TV going. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, they got the basketball because I think it's over. I think the Lakers won. Oh, so, did they? Mm-hmm. I'm not a hundred percent sure, which isn't like me. But I used to love basketball. But I don't really watch NBA anymore. I don't know if it's because I'm too old. But their hair and all them tattoos, like, I don't think any of them are cute. So that's not a draw. They're too young for me. That's, that's, I mean, and I like basketball, but this form of basketball is not what I uh, grew up watching. So I don't know. I think the Lakers won. But, you know, and these Lakers aren't really my Lakers, you know. Like, back in the 80s, Lakers were, were uh, this is just different. I don't know if it's just this generation of NBA player. I don't know. But I don't watch it. But those guys in the barbershop, they are all into it. And uh, I'm more of an NFL person. I like football. But I'm glad you came on the show. Um, Feel free to have me. I I feel like I did more talking than you, though. Oh, well, I thought, um, yeah, you you did. (laughs) I mean, I can ask you some questions, but normally I just try to chop it up. You know, sh- shockingly, people get more nervous if you ask, if you say, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. Like, you know, a lot of people uh, don't, don't like that. And so it's, uh-huh. it's funny you should say it feels like a natural for me because I don't, I just talk. I just talk like yeah. I would talk to you if we were at the shop, but um, right, right. a lot of times when you go put a video camera on people or say you're mm-hmm. going to be on any kind of, you know, broadcast, people just like, <gasps> like, it's just tense up. It's the weirdest yeah. thing. It's different but for what, me. I think, um, I think I do better when people ask me stuff because, um, I don't think I'm naturally like off the top of the dome just to have really? a conversation. I, I, I guess in certain um, situations or certain conversations, you know. But yeah. I am curious. Like, about but if I'm like, if I'm um, if, like with me trying to do like a live video or something like that, I, I tend, to, tend to get a little nervous just being, yeah. I guess, in front of the camera. But like, if someone's asking me questions, I don't, I don't really. Well, I will ask you. I'm gonna ask you this question. So you have four okay. kids. How has been? How has it been doing the home teaching stuff for you, especially like between the first time you had to do it, which was like March, April? To mm-hmm. have you seen any? Has it gotten easier, or people? Did you figure something out between then and and starting the school year in the fall? 
How did that go for you? Well, um, in March, when it first happened, I don't think they really had as much structure as they do now. And um, it was just kind of like, as far as the grading scale, they were just kind of giving them credit for doing their work, whatever work that they gave them. But um, now, uh, since school has started, and I guess they got a little more advanced in what they are trying to do as far as just getting everybody in tune with the, the virtual thing. Um, it's, you, it's more structured. They have more um, assignments. The teachers are. It's like a. It's it's through Zoom now. So they have uh, different assignments, and they they do have to turn them all in, and they do get graded for each assignment that they turn so in. Back to being more like real school. Exactly. Yeah, they have yeah. a um, certain class at certain times, and you know things like that. You didn't cry. They have, did I cry? You get, yeah, you didn't get frustrated trying to teach your own kids. Nah, because they, they really are the age where they um, can kind of fend for themselves, and I'm just basically here as an assistant when they need <laughs> right. something. You know, it kind of messed um well, I won't say mess it up, but I had to sacrifice work just for switching my hours up. I, I work in the evenings now, Monday through Friday, from like 4 p.m. to 9.30, and then Saturday is still the same from 6 to 6, and then Sunday from like 1 to 7, but outside of that, it's pretty much the same, and... Um, I'm pretty much used to it because I was like a stay-at-home mom basically as they were growing up. You know, right. doing her in the house. I tried to do her outside the house, but that didn't work because um, Lutheran, and then I didn't really have anybody to watch them. So it's like I'm used to being around them all day anyway. So That's true. That's up. a good point because I know with some people I work with, they were just like, it's just so many tears. Like they're the kids crying, I'm crying. Yeah, I was like, I mean, wow. but if you're not used to it, I can I can definitely understand that. Sometimes when I get out the house, I'll be like real geeked up, like I'm real ready to go somewhere, just because I've been in the house for a while. But you know, just taking a drive is awesome. Right, right. Yeah. But you know, I think well, that's a good point, and I hadn't thought about that. But working from home with the kids, yeah. it probably wasn't as big of a shock because I was like, man, you got four kids. That's probably like, Ooh. but. Hey. Oh, and then my oldest one, he's working now, so I have to take him back and forth because his car goes down, but it's like, we leave out at like 6.15 in the morning, and I come back, and I get everybody else up. So, I mean, it works out. Right. Yeah. I hear you. But, I mean, I think also, too, that's part of being an entrepreneur. And even if you were working in a, in a different kind of way, like in an office, I mean, it's mm-hmm. always the woman's career that suffers anyway. I mean, not that I'm bitter. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I mean, I'm not bitter. I'm not even there asking for his hours. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he would anyway, but I'm just saying. But it's always like, you know, if if you got, if your kid got sick in school, you know, it's you that has Mm -hmm. to go. It's not like dad's going to be like, I'm going to leave my job and come see about, you know. Mm -hmm. It's the way we've designed our society. And, and of course, there's always some guys like, well, that's not, I mean, I would come and do that. And I, I was like, but you're the exception. There are, you know, I'm looking at, you know, where I work even. A lot of those people don't have to be in every day, but most of the men are in there because they got young kids. And it's like, ooh, I can't even focus at the house. Well, I got to get out of here, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a weird 
we set it up and we don't hold men accountable for not fully participating because I think COVID has been the hardest for them because so many of them don't want to be involved in the everyday um, mm-hmm. you know I, I, in fact when I ask questions I don't recall any of the men piping up about being a home teacher it was always the the wife mm-hmm. the mom and uh, yep. yeah I don't know I don't get it Man, but I swear I'm not better but as you well know, there are some situations where I, I do have situational bitterness. <laughs> okay. There are times when I I know I'm hostile, but you know, mm-hmm. as in general, I feel like I'm pretty good natured. But I don't. I feel like I've reached the age where it's like I'm tired of of uh, co-signing some of the men's bad behavior. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just don't yeah. get it. It's not fair. <laughs> So anyway, this has been delightful. Yeah. So believe it or not, we've already talked twenty minutes. Really? Wow. Yeah. Unless okay. I got you to answer some questions. Yeah. So the next time I'm gonna have a list of questions for you. Other people yeah, don't like that. You know what I mean? Other people are like, don't ask, you know, they get nervous. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, but you like structure questions. So we'll, this is a good introductory. We'll hit mm-hmm. other topics if you, if you mm-hmm. want to come back on. Um, mm-hmm. But the podcast is growing and I mean, I'm excited. I'm going to uh, edit this and get it up there and then make sure you share mm-hmm. it with your people so they can, they can know how proud other people are of your journey and uh, hopefully you'll inspire some other people to, uh, you know, resist being pushed down and realize that sometimes the person pushing you down is really lifting you up. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. No problem. I'll see you soon. <laughs> yep. Enjoy your day. All right. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Mm-hmm. Bye.